another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, Broads. Hi, Broads. I know we're a little bit later on this one. We are. Sorry. Becca's in the middle of like buying a house and like closing on everything. There is a lot going on. Grayson just opened his gym last week. Yes. Shout out oh to God. Long Beach Rising. And I don't think I've ever gone through so many changes in such a short period of time. You're going to start school soon. Yeah. Like, I'm starting, you oh have an God, infant. I totally forgot. Enough about to remind that. you of everything. I was all <laughs> listing off everything this morning and I totally forgot school. Yeah. Start yes. that in three weeks. It's been wild. So it's been crazy. So you guys might have to be a little patient with us. You know, yeah. we might have a, a little hiccup here and there. But you know what? We're going to be dropping both episodes. And speaking of that, just a reminder um, I believe next week is the. The last full week yeah. of Bachelor in Paradise episodes, and then the reunion I think is the following week. Um, but after that, we're going to go full board into our non-batch episodes, content. and yeah. please stay tuned because I'm super excited. We have some really fun guests that we have coming on. We have comedians. It's going to be a good laugh. We're going to have some really fun, serious conversations about body dysmorphia and. Uh, you know, pregnancies and all sorts of stuff. Influencer stuff too. Oh, yeah. Thinking of one we already recorded. Um, yeah, and I know a lot of people tend to peter out when we go into non-bachelor content, but I think it's way better content. We still have a lot of fun. So do I. And we get to talk about what we want to talk about, not just about the same 12 people that we've talked about for the exactly. past six months. And granted, we bring them up still all the time oh, in the regular course. episodes because they're great examples when we're talking about things like, you know. I don't want to name any name. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I was going to drop something and then like do a Luke P reference. Oh, but gosh. then I figured, you know, but we're going to go there. I really want to have him there. on still. I know. I don't know if we're going to get fully canceled if we have him on, but I'm just so curious to talk to him now that everything is done. Yeah, I think we're going to have a hard time getting Bachelor contestants just because um, like the other night we realized Christina said she would love to be on our podcast after her contract is up, which basically means that our podcast is a particular one that Bachelor contestants are not allowed <laughs> to go on. We are so. officially banned by ABC. I mean, yeah. this is obviously the thing that Becca and I had suspected this and, entire time. And we're not time. the only ones. I should just say that too. Like when I was on my season, there was a list of podcasts that we weren't allowed to go on because for whatever reason you know they'll try to get they'll try to get um like production secrets out of people or right, they, like they basically weren't safe podcasts you can't go on reality steve yeah but the thing that's funny to me is that like we aren't trying to get production secrets out no they but, just but it might be because i talk about them that might be maybe. something that's influenced maybe it, or so. they know that the broad squad is too strong <laughs> and we're too strong <laughs> we're gonna take over the goddamn planet abc they feel out. honestly it's because they feel threatened you know it's yeah threatened. we're too cute yes yes that's that's what it, it always is goes back to that it's just like i don't know abc they just they're probably just jealous they're just jealous of us they think we're too cute they think we're too smart and funny that's what my dad used to always say you know like oh they're, they're just jealous of you so now i've grown up my whole adult life just, just like being they're like, just jealous well here's the thing abc has backed some really great podcasts i do like some of the podcasts that are like supported by abc and it's fun because i can get some of my tea from those podcasts yeah but you know hopefully like christina was saying on her live she does want to come on the show when her contract is AKA done a so, year from now is that how long yeah, it is a year <laughs> well no I'll, i actually think bachelor in paradise is six months i'll say this i also have heard from a few other people 
who are wanting to come on the podcast from Batch Nation, and a few of them, I feel like maybe may, they're gonna go rogue. No, I feel like a few of them may go rogue and break the contract. They might so, also just crossed. not know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe people have talked about it specifically, which is why Christina knows she can't go on. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I will say that it seems like uh, Lord Tyler Cameron is not really part of the franchise at all anymore. At least it seems that way. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he's just like, I don't know. Well, his contract's not up until next May. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Contracts don't end until a year after the screening of the finale. Oh, gosh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone forgets about them anyways, right? That's the whole thing. You know what's crazy, though, is American Idols so is like sad. 10 I years. I never forget about you, Tyler. <laughs> I will never forget about you. No, but for real, the year is a long time, but not really that long in the scheme of reality TV contracts. American Idol is something like 10 years, something insane like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the thing is, is that people like will sign their lives away obviously because they don't have anything to lose at that point but once their sure. career skyrockets then you know they're they have the old ball and chain to abc as well that's like, unbelievable yeah it's that pretty crazy me. so so you it's, know the bachelor relatively speaking it's like a year it's over so fast well thank you so much for letting me know that because i was going to audition for top model <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have the rights to all your images for the rest of your life She's five foot five. She's almost 31. She's the next America's top model. Remember when they did like America's next top model, but with short women, I can't, or like petite yes. women. Are you guys going to do short, older ladies anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> Who are peeling like crazy. Just, just non-models, <laughs> top models. What are your thoughts on that? Anybody? I don't know. That really, actually would be. I'm still trying to figure out how to take a decent picture for Instagram. What about America's Next Average Model? <gasps> <laughs> that would actually be so funny. I'm so into that. Or America's like Next like Housewife Model and like all housewives. Too. That could also get so weird. I feel like it would get very sexual. <laughs> it sounds like it. it sounds, yeah, it sounds like some spinoff porn. <laughs> well, um, some other quick tea to address before we um, dive into this episode. Uh, we got messaged by a few people because we didn't do the podcast. We're not recording until the next morning. Um, Off the Vine, which is Caitlin Bristow's podcast, she put out an episode um, with Molly and Jason Mesnick, which were there from numerous seasons ago, if you don't know, and... Yeah, he didn't, didn't choose her season, and then he kind of pulled an Ari and they are now married and have been together for a while. Some people don't even know that Ari reference, the pulled an Ari. True. Basically, he picked one girl, broke up with her at the finale uh -huh. and went with the runner up. Yes, he was the first to do this. But they've, they've been together now for like 10 years, yeah. I think, something like that. It seems It's funny because it seems like that's the most, like that's kind of the sure way to stick with your person. Yeah, p just choose whoever, the opposite. Of who you feel like you're going or, to. Or, you know, you have to feel strongly enough about someone to break up <laughs> with your current person on national, on national TV. Become a villain even though you were the lead. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, Molly um, said to Caitlin that she went to Ari, which was our dear Becca season, um, the after the final rose or the reunion or whatever, and said the girls from Ari season were, I quote, uh, treated her like dirt. And so it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it's it. I, it's so funny. I think I vaguely do remember meeting her. Um, I, I have to admit, I didn't know who Jason and Molly were at that time. Yeah. But I, I definitely would never treat anyone well, like Well, I can say 
as someone who is with you very regularly, you are extremely friendly to everybody. Yeah, no, I would never like You're not I would never like ignore someone or like turn my head the other way or like no. be rude to someone. That's just not how no. I am. And when I'm thinking about everybody from your season, I felt like all the girls seemed pretty friendly. I feel like right? I met her and it was just like, "Hi, oh my gosh, yeah, so flattering. Thank you. So nice to meet you." Like like I'm maybe sure maybe just... you didn't go like, oh my God, Molly, <laughs> because you didn't know who she was. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't know who she was, but I'm I sure it was because I, but I also, was watching it that I watched that season. Yeah. But if you didn't watch yeah. that season, but also, you know, it probably was maybe a quick, it was a quick exchange. Maybe that's why she felt snubbed. I mean, there's a lot going on backstage, like right. we had places to be. So it might've been like, oh yes, thank you so much. Okay. And then like turning around to go do something else. Right. But, yeah. Anyway, that I, I I wouldn't really treat anyone like dirt. No. <laughs> that was I yes, people sent that this morning and I was Strange. like Really? That's so surprising well, to I'm me. Sorry that she had that experience. And yeah. Molly, you're probably not listening, but <laughs> <laughs> Molly would know I'm you're really listening. I'm <laughs> really sorry if you felt hurt by me in any way. So Well anyway. Anywho, uh before we get into the meat, uh B. Yes. You see what I'm wearing? You're rothies. I'm rocking my rothies. <laughs> the most comfortable pair of shoes in my closet, a.k.a. I wear them 90% of the time, so thank God they're so cute. They're very adorable. And not only are they cute, but they're also comfy. They're made of recycled plastic water bottles. They're stylish and sustainable everyday flats for life on the go that comes in four different silhouettes and honestly endless endless colors and patterns. Jess likes the sneaker style and I like the round toe. And they really do have a style for everyone and they launch new colors and patterns every few weeks and they sell out constantly. So that tells you something. Well, yes, they are the hot shoe right now. All the conscious celebs are doing Rothy's right now, Becca. Okay, I mean, recycled water bottles? Come on. Yeah, but seriously, it will blow your mind that they're actually made from recycled plastic water bottles. In fact, Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills. Wow. Yeah, 25 million. And Rothy's are manufactured in a zero waste factory and they ship directly in the shoebox. No unnecessary packaging, which can make me crazy. So I'm so grateful for that. And they are machine washable. It's so nice when we were in Kauai last week I got my pair all covered in red dirt mm -hmm. uh, from the gorgeous landscape and I've had other shoes ruined because of this not my Rothy's threw them in the washing machine and they came out good as new yep they look brand new mm -hmm. check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash chatty go to rothys.com r-o-t-h-y-s dot com slash chatty to get your new favorite flats comfort style and sustainability these are the shoes you've been waiting for head to rothys.com slash chatty today Woohoo! all right so let's get into this dive in. <laughs> okay paradise um I do want to say this. A few people DM'd and when they were doing the intros and they included Luke S in the intros, people were like, oh my God, do you see he's smelling? Smelling the, yes, the well, no, drink. Yes, the drink, which I was like, oh, that's funny. But some people thought he was smelling essential oils at first. And I was like... <laughs> What a lost opportunity for ABC. Can you imagine if they would have been having him act like oil daddy smelling essential oils? So the broads who thought it was, you guys are genius. I was like, it's tequila. Yeah, I, I thought it was, yeah. Essential That's oils would so have been funny. way better. I love way that. Way better. Um, All right, so for starters, uh, Blake didn't know that Derek had left. <laughs> 
He's like, what, Derek? No. I'm like, where were you, man? The past two I'm hours like, as Derek this gave this was, dramatic speech. Yeah, this was an, a long goodbye <laughs> speech. Everyone cried. Everyone gave hugs. All the camera people were out there. Like, Blake, <laughs> where were you? Like, staring into the ocean, trying to I don't decide. I know, maybe it was a John Paul Jones, Jones moment. And, I you know. know. I know. That made me laugh so, so hard. Um, well, then we see that John Paul Jones uh, is talking with Chris in the uh, the pool, and he said that he doesn't regret anything he did yeah, or said like, about Derek. Uh, and Chris is basically like, I think maybe you should regret something Chris was situation. Like, Chris was such a lovely example of a good friend being like, you fucked up, buddy. Yeah. It was just kind of like, hey, everyone loves you. You have great values, and we love that about you. Just remember your values right yeah, now. Yeah, and Chris really does have a place to come from, and he's done great on this season. I know. He's been after fantastic. his track record, which is so fun to watch. Which, by the way, have you been noticing underneath his name? They're constantly changing. Really? Yeah. So it used to, at one point, they listed every single season that he did, and then they just changed it to uh, Bachelor in Paradise veteran. Yes. And then yesterday, they, or it was either last night or the night before it said uh it said not gerard butler oh <laughs> my god they just are like that is hilarious the producers are working hard this season oh for real they're giving their all um and let's see john paul jones i mean he basically says the only thing that he regrets is how it made Tasha feel right which i'm like well maybe you should apologize to Haley too and exactly like, kind it's of important. were incredibly rude and were propagating lies about Derek. yes Haley definitely needs a large apology um everyone seemed to want jpj to apologize dylan's talking about it you have mike who's like thing that his mentality is that he won the battle but like that's not the right mindset at all i'm sorry can we talk real quick about blake when he's in the interview and he's like i guess some people say i've burned bridges <laughs> does his little air quotes i don't know why this guy was cracking up no, both of us we were we were both like on the floor dying laughing so funny. I, i've never i told becca i said i've never had and again this is not saying that i support that I support a lot of his decisions but I by really, any means, but yeah. I've never had a, such a fast turnaround when I went from being like, this guy's a douche to making, he makes me laugh the entire episode. I really can't say anything bad about him once I figured out that both Christina and Kaylin were with that other guy that same weekend. Yeah. So apparently, um, I don't know if Christina actually was like, she came oh. with him. Okay. But there's not they were sort of like dates, but weren't, but like, I don't know if, I don't think that there's any like facts that they like hooked up, but okay. him and Kaylin hooked up. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I know. All I right. Know. Um, so Tasha says that she doesn't know if John Paul Jones is the one now. Like she yeah. doesn't know if she can get She's there. She's having a sweet conversation with Mike and they're kind of like, what are we doing here? And by the way, that moment on the beach when they were talking together, I'm like, this was like such a precious moment. I'm just so like, sweet. kiss already. Kiss already. I just don't even know what's going on with Mike. It's sad how he kind of got snubbed this season, but I guess not that much has happened to him. And I'm still dying to know what happened with him and Sydney. I know it must have just not really worked. I mean, we see how Matt Donald kind of moves on from Sydney. It seems like yeah. in this too, but she doesn't even but seem that upset about either one of them. I know. Well, she just is kind of like gels, right? Yeah. I want to say about Mike, and I and we'll talk about this because there's so many moments. But with him, Mike getting snubbed this season, I felt like, and at the very end of the episode, he's talking about like, you know, I'm always the one who everyone's like, you're such a nice guy, but 
it was I was like so depressed watching it. Yeah. This Between episode, him and Derek, man. I know. Well, this episode, I felt like we had so many moments where we finally saw Mike. Yeah. And Mike was like the best friend ever. So logical going from person to person, keeping people in check in a kind way. And I was thinking when we saw Mike in on his dates, I feel like I feel like Mike acts on his dates like he feels feels like he should act like he puts on a certain like i want to treat a woman like a queen which is amazing but i feel like natural mike is going to treat a woman like a queen anyways yeah and he kind of puts on this like has his lines trying to be sweet whereas and it's like mike we saw you this episode and if you're just being you just be your authentic chill self you you are just a gem of a human being kind of what you're saying is like I think he doesn't have to go out of his way to like try to be someone nice because he already is. Exactly. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, trying to like I said do the the say the, say the right lines like Exactly. Yeah. Like you're an amazing human and you're more complex when you're you. Yeah. And I love just Mike. Yes, I I totally completely agree. Yeah. Um um, so we see Chris and Katie, they're like, let's take their relationship to the next level. Everyone boom, seems boom, to room. be solidifying a little bit. Yes. Uh, Demi and Christian have a sweet moment so together. Did we not see Chris and Katie actually go to the boom, boom room? No. That's the interesting thing. I know. So maybe they didn't, maybe but it didn't it's, happen. Yeah. It seems like it, because towards the end, he asks her to be his official girlfriend. Yeah. But then she talks about the next day and just says that Chris asked her to be his girlfriend. So maybe they didn't go to the boom, boom, room. That was a different moment though. When he asks her to be his official Is girlfriend. That, it wasn't the same night. I don't think it was. No, it wasn't the same night. It was oh. like the next day. Weird. Maybe they like sealed the deal. And then he's like, all right, you can be my lady. I now. mean, <laughs> obviously there's been a lot cut out. We don't, we haven't seen anything of their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, just like we didn't see anything of Mike and Sydney. So that's knowing, knowing BIP this season is like, probably they're the two that are going to get married and we didn't see anything of their relationship. Yeah. 100%. Um, Although I don't think that's what's going to happen. I I, I don't know. I don't personally think that Chris is that into Katie. Really? Yeah. Like I was just watching their dynamic and the way he was kind of like talking to her, but also not fully making eye contact all Mm -hmm, the time. mm -hmm. And it wasn't like shifty or anything. I just, he doesn't seem compared to some of the other guys. Like he's really that infatuated with her. I think he likes her, Yeah, but I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, kind of one of those situations where it's sort of like a convenient relationship. Like we both like each other. There's not really anyone. I see where you're coming from. The only time that it seemed different is when she then was like, was like you can go see other yeah. people and he was seemed like so thrown off and like devastated yeah that's true they're so, both a little, maybe he's just a little hard to read yeah they both seem so low-key they both seem they're kind of weird together i don't really like get it yeah not like in a bad way it's just no, i don't I just, really I understand wouldn't have, i wouldn't have the, placed them together i don't really understand their dynamic either nothing bad about that but yeah no i feel you um so then we have the jpj Tasha conversation which again our queen Oh, yeah. I'm when sorry, she, I accidentally deleted my notes for a second, but got him back. Um, our queen is just, like, coming in. He, oh, my, Yeah. I, she dude. seemed kind of drunk, and I was dying laughing because she was like, I, and I, she's still an excellent communicator, even while drunk. She's like, thing. I don't like you pressuring me, so stop it. I was stop just dead. It. Yeah, you could hear her slur a little bit, uh-huh. and I was like, "Honey's had her spicy Margos living her life, yes. and still communicates like a champion. Still says exactly what she's what she means." And I love that. Yeah, she goes, uh, "You didn't know where I was with Derek. You were kind of giving me an ultimatum. I don't like that." 
tell him. She's like, I have good judgment and you need to trust me. Yeah. I was like, like you go preach, girl. girl. And go JPJ's girl, but also don't be with this guy. I know. <laughs> like you have good judgment. Don't be with him. I know. The thing with the JPJ is that in this situation, obviously with Derek, he like lost his mind and we see that someone's quite a hothead. Yes. But then you have the moment right afterwards that, you know, which taking notes from Tasha, she clearly looked first of all she looked yes a little bit like she'd had a few drinks but also then she looked like she wanted to kiss him yeah and she resisted oh and i was like she is just like you know wow the fact that like you know she doesn't want to play her cards like she's keeping them close to her chest not gonna just you know dive into the mouth of jpj which i you know wouldn't have faulted her for mm-hmm. um but you didn't see i feel like the dynamic of why she does like him so much. Oh my God. She obviously, I was watching this and I was like, oh, she loves him. When he finds the fish in the ocean, which by the way, the most random thing. Um, Okay, hold on a second. That fish, first of all, was huge. I also don't know like how he spotted it from like 20 minutes away. And also like, was it, I, I feel like it was a fake fish. No, it looked no, like the, it was like, flopping around. It looked like the producers threw it in there. It was like and like had it glisten. It was and flopping like, around when he was like, "I don't want it to die." I saw it moving. Like, Quick, kiss it, kiss it. I don't want it to die. I don't want it to die. Uh, and you could just tell that she was like, just she just loves him. She's just dying laughing. Yeah, when she goes, "There's something wrong with him." That's what it is, and I kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> she likes him a little twisted, and I I get that. Derek is just like such the right guy yeah but jpj is the wild card and i get being intrigued by the wild card i get that sure i just don't think she should be with him i know me either he is not as mature as her and she's gonna end up like having to i mean she she probably won't put up with that much shit but i just don't think he's on her level even though she likes him but honestly i i love her and respect her judgment so much that even if she does i'd be like well you you go yeah, you go girl i guess so no i just don't, i just i don't feel like i would look down on her it's just kind of like after seeing all this i just really don't think she should be with him yeah. i don't think he deserves her actually i think is what it is i don't really like him very much anymore to be completely honest yeah no i mean there like were, he's still kind of funny there but... were moments in this episode where i was like okay this is jpj and i get like you know why i remember why he makes us laugh so yeah hard, and i get that it's just i i kind of am it's kind of darkly tinted now where i'm kind yes, of just like no, of uh, course like when he does his stupid laugh and i just picture the way he was like laughing in Derek's face and it was just like weird and out of control and i just someone dubbed or did a not a dub but showed batman and heath ledger as the joker having yes. a conversation where heath oh Led- which by the way he looks so much he like heath ledger so, yes and then heath ledger does the crazy joker laugh and it's the exact that's same so thing. creepy when you watch it, you're like, there's no difference. <laughs> That's so weird. Just have I to throw it some 100%. paint on JPJ's face. Very devilish laugh. Okay. Now, then Chase comes in. And first of all, I'm like, who the fuck is Chase? Um, I, I kind of remembered him from JoJo's season. I didn't season. watch JoJo's season. Okay. So. Um, he's like, you know, business guy. Seems nice enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he immediately goes for Angela. Yes, he didn't even. Is there anything that Angela could have wanted more? No. And the fact that there wasn't even like a A moment. No, he just goes, I know what I want. And it's Angela. I'm not going to talk to anybody Ah! else. And she's just like, this is exactly what I wanted. Um, I wanted to address to yesterday um, or the day before. um, 
Nicole went on Twitter and apologized for the way that she first of all spoke about Angela's body. Yeah, she also started it out though by justifying it. And was she like, justified it. Was a private it, yes. conversation. But what it's I, like, no, but you were on TV, so it's. But not I w- I will say this is that she justified. And then she said, Angela's a beautiful person inside and out. And then we got a few DMs from some people saying that they know Angela and she's super, super sweet in the editing, whatever. Yeah, I've seen that too on Instagram. Yeah. So, well, actually, you know what? I saw that. I actually did kind of question her intentions again when she had the conversation with Clay. That was the thing. That That was the thing. That really changed things for me. I had a, I kind of had a a moment too during that conversation. Um, Um, so, she I'm you know part of me goes but there's also moments where I'm like dude it seems like with Angela pretty vish or but just just like revenge she, girlfriend yeah. like I want to make him a little miserable which is like you know what it's totally fair I also really get that where you're like I want to make him wish he yeah. had never broken up with me and also like as far as the face that she rocks <laughs> she, I mean you know she got RBF yeah and time. sometimes people just can't help that you know yep. so I don't know she's, no. she's one that we've gotten messaged about that she's actually a very lovely person so now I may not like Nicole's body comments but I have to say i do adore her impression of angela and was dying i was like (laughs) okay here's the thing that is so shady but they nailed it so hard that i was just also anybody else like swoon when nicole all of a sudden struck that like that pose it was like damn girl talk about america's next top model when she was doing her angela yeah so funny um and then with taisha when then when nicole was going by felicia to her and waving at angela when she was leaving and taisha literally like slammed her on the bed (laughs) i was like stop it um Um, yeah so obviously i know taisha was a little like drunky drunk this episode i really it was really she was living she was just like i'm dealing with all this now that derek yeah i'm over it i don't know what i want anymore i'm gonna just go hard now clay's upset um with the whole angela situation and i don't really think it reflects on his lack of feelings for nicole or anything we've talked about this before i mean yeah we we talked about it the past couple episodes it's got to be super hard to see some your ex with someone new right well doesn't matter if you broke up with them or not and and you know as i said a little bit ago mike came in and i was just dead when he was like it's okay mike if you're interested in angela she's a great girl i get it and mike's like i don't want to talk about you or i don't want to talk about me and angela i want to talk about you and angela Uh and he gave solid advice he's like let's nip this in the bud yep and he goes he goes so how do you feel and clay doesn't say anything he goes clay yeah just calling him out yeah Yeah. like you said solid advice you need to communicate just get it over with and we see then during chase and angela's date chase is asking like why isn't why didn't uh, have like a clean break and she said because he said that he needed to have time i know and she said that and and uh annalise said that and it's like yeah that's what everyone fucking says like clay explains when he's talking to mike you don't want to hurt a person that you love. Yeah. So you do the whole, I need space. It's not about you. Like right. maybe in a different time period, it would have worked. That's just what, right. So this is what everyone so says. So world PSA, number one, to those who are getting broken up with, when someone tells you that they need time alone to explore themselves, that's a breakup. 
and you need to go. You need to take care of yourself and move forward. Listen, maybe one day it'll work out and they'll come back around, but you need to move forward because that's an end. Yeah, okay? yeah, it is. And then also, they'll let you know if it isn't an end, but don't right. count on it. And PSA to those who are breaking up: take Mike's advice, and just you need honest. to just be direct. Be, you can be nice and still be direct. It's gonna hurt somebody, but rather spare their feelings and be direct right off the bat than make them have these like Angela moments where they're getting like feels like there's not that door that's completely shut and they live in torment every single day well this really sucks i was reading my note out of recently deleted and i guess i accidentally deleted it with all my notes so i guess you gotta lead the blind again i oh well (laughs) i will do this sad because i definitely made a lot of good notes that's depressing well one thing i do remember (laughs) that immediately happens after this yes (laughs) it's christina She's been here all along in front of me. How didn't I see it before? And I'm like, is the heat getting to his head? Did he he also have too many jalapeno margaritas? What is happening? Oh, my God. The thing that actually really weirded me out was that it seemed like he was being 100% serious. I don't see Blake being the type to be very good at a contrived kind of like, you know, yeah, it's Christina. I want a rose. No, it was like this weird, genuine revelation. No, it was like all of a sudden he was like this small schoolboy who realized that he was like in love with his teacher. It was like, ah, like he saw her and was like, we're meant to be and is going to like desperately try to make but it But then work. it was so weird. Maybe it was just editing the way they showed their relationship later in the episode, which we'll get to. But the, the way they made him look like he was super disappointed about the whole Brie scenario. Well, it's like, yeah, that... <laughs> But I think, but I think again, that's what I'm, what I'm saying. Like he's like a schoolboy. It's like, I believe that he felt that way about Christina, but I also believe he has immature feelings <laughs> and he, his mind changes every five seconds. Well, it was probably like he had kind of, uh, conceded that Brie wasn't going to show up at that point, maybe too. So he's like, <laughs> right. you know what? I got to keep my options open. Christina. Oh my God. It's her. It's been and then Brie shows up 0.2 seconds oh later. My God. It's like, well, he oh. goes, so he's like standing around. Everyone's making out. He's like lonely in the background. And then we hear him say this. And I literally like, I almost passed out. He's just like, oh, I just want someone to settle down with someone who will fit in my life. Who's gorgeous. Who's funny. <laughs> who's smart. Who's sexy. I'm like, okay, is that too much who, to ask? Who has a doctorate in neurobiology? <laughs> who can cook a gourmet meal blindfolded and handcuffed? It's like, dude, who can make love to me every night like it's stagecoach? <laughs> She's like, That's, is that really so much to ask? That's all I'm really looking for. <laughs> who I haven't slept with yet. Yeah. Like, dude. Who's also into me. And then, yeah, and then he has his moment. I My thing, when he... What was killing me is it was just like Christina's plan worked. It did. She did it. But then she also seen. But then she didn't. She know what's going on. Thrown off. She seemed genuinely thrown off and was kind of like, I don't even know if I want this. Like maybe she wanted him to like fall back in love with her, but then she when it started to happen, she was like, Wait a second, I'm not sure if I want this. Yeah, because it seemed like she fully hypnotized him. That was literally how he snapped. (laughs) Like he went from being fully alone to pulling her aside, having his like, you know, crazy, like 
rom-com moment of realizing that it's been his best friend this whole time this like harry met sally thing well i don't know if i've said it verbally but i've been wondering why they don't just get together because they've both been expressing these same feelings of like i just want something real everyone has someone right i well (laughs) what i was dying about is when he then pulls her aside he goes and he's giving her the whole spiel and is like, we always gravitate towards each other because we were meant to be blah, blah. And she's just looking at him like, huh? And he goes, I can't, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about you. And it's driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, literally five minutes ago, you were wandering around telling people that you don't know why you're here anymore. <laughs> so, wow. Like five minutes ago, you were devastatingly alone. Like, and now you're just, I can't stop thinking and about he, you. It's making me insane. I was cracking up too. Cause he said something. I don't remember. Cause I don't have my notes. And she goes, why? <laughs> I don't remember what he said. I don't remember. I don't have oh. the specific the specific uh, deal, but oh my god, no! I I just could not. She's like, I'm so confused where these feelings are coming from, and I'm like, but okay, girl, you know this whole time you've been working it. You've May- been working it. See, th- th- their whole interaction though, it seemed really genuine between her too. I felt like she hadn't even really had Blake on her radar radar at that point. Yeah, I also can't place her completely. Yeah, she's like. She like seems emotional and soft, but she's but also, also got this super very closed, closed up. up thing. And then she's like very quick and can, can be kind of like sassy. But then I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. She throws me off a little. But then when I like watch her live, she's like very genuine. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think she, I mean, part of it was definitely that she was incredulous, but also, yeah, I, I don't think she had kind of given up on the whole Blake yeah. scenario. Um, well, Once she got Caitlin out of there. Yeah, she's just like, okay, I just whatever. wanted to make sure she didn't get you and then I'm good to move on. Yeah. Um, so then we have the cocktail party. We also see that Caitlin seems okay with Blake, which is weird to me. I don't know when they got yeah, to the point where she's that's like cool thr- with him. No, that's throughout the episode. But I also feel like it's kind of maybe like how we feel. Like you're kind of like at a certain point. You look at Blake and go, dude, he is just down in the dumps. Yeah, I suppose so. Like, what am I going to do? Beat a dead horse? Like, yeah, I mean, it just seems like literally 10 days ago, she was like, Blake is the scum of the earth. Yeah, but then it's like when you've been watching a guy, like, sadly <laughs> make his way around a wedding alone, watching everyone else make out. He's always trying to sit next to, you know, trying to sit next to everybody and, like, start a convo because he's so alone. Yeah. Like, you kind of probably reach a certain point where you're like, okay, fine. Um, so... Uh, Matt Donald is cracking his way through paradise. He's, you know, making toasts and cracking the entire time. Chris Harrison's coming in with like the shade, the major shade. You're like my son. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, you're so funny. Well, I'm just like, Chris Harrison, I adore you. You're one of my faves of all time. But the shade has gotten out of control now that like every time Chris comes in, it's to make a shady comment. I I said, you know what's so funny is he didn't, none of this showed on TV before like, I don't know, the past. But you always said Bachelor and Bachelorette season. Yes. But it seems like he's never showed that side on television, but that was like my very first impression of him. Yeah, is that he's super shady, which I love. Super shady. But I also need like Daddy Chris to come in and comfort the peoples. Well, but also it seems like he's like getting letting the clout get to his head a little bit where i'm like shut up 
He's so famous now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, I have so many. I'm totally IG verified. He, he truly is. And he has what, like a mill now? Um, uh, probably. Okay. Can we talk about Sydney and Matt? Yes. Okay. Yes. The okay. best moment of the episode by far. Where the producers just, just were soaring. Um, when the, they're these sitting editors, together. editors, man. It's the editors. The editors, these editors yeah. are crazy. When when they're sitting together and Sydney goes, do you tend to, to make the first move? And Matt says, I do, but I'm notorious for being a scaredy cat. I'm like, mm, nothing going to drive me up more than a guy calling himself a scaredy cat when it comes to proclaimed scaredy cat to making in the, the first move. Great. Like, oh, this is exactly I don't what love a fearful for. man in the bedroom. It's like I'm known for very, being very timid, shy, scared. Okay. <laughs> um, really selling yourself yeah Matt. well it's like when he says too like i'm i tend to make the first move i'm just like what like on date 10 matt's gonna go in for the hand <laughs> hold after he asks mom's approval here's my thing i totally get not wanting to kiss someone on the first date um and and i also totally get if he doesn't want to kiss anybody in general that is his choice he needs to live his life the only thing that throws me off is that he's on bachelor in paradise is that he's on bachelor in paradise but also the constant mom conversation oh my god i yes. would be like what am i going to have to do once i meet your family when you're talking about that much that much about your mom regardless i'm concerned yes i'm concerned yes okay? it's like ben z talking about his dog uh, oh ben z remember that? that was yeah and he was such a handsome guy and i love a good dog but that started to that, really throw me off that was super cringe yeah that was pretty brutal um okay so this is my thing when he though is not right away going for kissing sydney part of me wonders did he choose sydney because maybe she came off as more like mellow Easy yellow going, that like slow. maybe he could avoid it because he made some comment where he's like i don't feel like i have to do that with you or he said something <laughs> to her like that, that i would was be like that like, is so insulting oh okay um yeah he's like i don't think there's anything like yeah yeah and then everyone at this point the whole beach is like so mad everyone's, are you gonna kiss Sydney? everyone's just doing this whole thing we have a moment which was the most horrifying moment in the entire episode when Dylan and Hannah are talking to him and they're explaining their first kiss where apparently Hannah said, is your sinus infection contagious? And Dylan that's said, want to see? And, that's and she was like, isn't that kiss. so smooth? And I'm just like, I'm literally puking. That's disgusting. Um, also, remember Hannah? I don't remember if it was with Dylan or with Blake. I think it was with Blake. Remember when we were like, that seemed really fast. When it just went from like them talking to them kissing, remember? And we were like, I feel like something got edited. Yeah. Was that Dylan or Blake? Because I wondered if we got the missing puzzle piece about the kiss. I think it might have been with Blake. I think it was with but Blake. But regardless, we definitely didn't see that moment with Dylan, but we did see their first kiss. So that being said, there is obviously so much being edited yeah. out of these people's interactions. Yeah. And that's really gross. It's, it was really disgusting. Also, I don't remember what part this was, so I'm going to skip to it because it doesn't really matter. Uh, Dylan and Hannah's conversation when they're talking about the future. Stop. And she's like, we're going to go on walks. And like... Oh, dude. No, no, no. Kobe. She goes, she goes, we could do crazy, goofy things. Okay, I actually do like remember. Like, wear our joggers. I do remember. Walk. You're getting it out of order. She did say first, like, we can go on walks and, like, 
do be goofy and, and wear said, joggers yeah and wear joggers but it definitely like seemed to be implied that she thinks going on walks and wearing jo- joggers well, is like so goofy and silly and their your, their relationship is like so spontaneous and like awkward right and <laughs> but that's what we have we the, can go on spontaneous get, awkward adventures like wearing joggers and going for a walk and then dylan's like yeah with like cut off sweatshirts Huh? And I'm just like, why are you guys already planning your but outfits? Maybe they're perfect together. Oh, they are. Obviously. They, they, both, they both think that they're both influencers. That it's super goofy to wear joggers and cut off sweatshirts on a walk. So, so Dylan, do we hate you? No. But do we judge you? I judge you a hundred percent. Please stop thinking you're awkward and funky and weird and goofy you guys you are, are none go- of those you things. guys are gorgeous and just like normal yeah you're gonna be the most <laughs> successful basic bitches around and that's like a compliment because you each are gonna have your million followers you're gonna have basic babies and you're gonna just kill it you guys are gonna slay in the instagram world okay 100 percent, and already are so again know. who's goofy jpj's goofy yes that's yes, a weird yes, person yes 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 um okay so going back though to matt um yeah so everyone's De- when demi's doing her like kissing her hand and 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 i was laughing so hard because she's literally being so serious just like mm. I think I walked away and I'm really mad that I missed this moment because I have no idea what you're talking about for some reason. Demi was showing Matt how to do it. She's like, this oh. is going to be the right way how to do it. And she's literally like kissing her hand. My God. Mm. Mm. And doing it so seriously. And Matt's just like, oh my God, Demi, <laughs> I love you. You're so funny. And in his head, you know, he was just like, this is so inappropriate. <laughs> I can't believe my mom's watching. He's like, I'm so turned on right now and I don't know how to deal with it. And then everyone's like, dude, you need to calm down. They're giving him water to drink. He's rubbing ice cubes on his wrist. He's he's dripping sweat. And then he's just like, JPJ, can you help me out with my back? And JPJ's like, dude, you have great rhomboids. This is the the best body on the beach, guys. Which, by the way, is true. It is. He has an insane body that we have not seen. What's his face would be so angry. Oh my God, so angry. What's his name? I heard- Kevin. Kevin oh, would be pissed. Kevin would just be like, oh, I've been working at this for months. Speaking of which, did you see Kevin and Astrid got engaged? Uh, the other Kevin. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. So cute. Um, so let's see. Um, okay, so then he is, yeah, he's about to like literally black out. Um, and <laughs> he fought. He fought. Yes, Ruthie, tell us. <laughs> um, and he finally, finally gets the courage. And she literally has to be like, please ask me to kiss. Oh, like, my God. And he so finally amazing. does it. And let me say this. He looks he like, looks a, good like a good kisser. I thought this same thing. I was like, that might be one of the best looking kisses I I've agree. seen. I agree. He looks like soft, soft. sensual. Yes. yes. And this is something that guys, this is why I was like, wait. Actually, Matt be, might be like the sleeper sexy yeah. guy because Why clearly he's sensitive, slow. He's going to take his time, make sure you're comfortable. I'm like, is Matt the sexual partner I've always been wanting? <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, listen, I don't know. But at the end of the day, does the voice, is it a little too high for my taste? Yeah. But you know what, Matt? I'm so sorry I judged you because actually you might be the babe we've all been waiting for. The feminine, the, the guy in touch with his feminine because side, I'm obsessed. The, we do love the femininity. Of course. Yeah, we love it. We it's love it. Beautiful beautiful and wonderful and you know it's overrated those guys who are gonna jackhammer their tongues and you know what else into your mouth exactly and you know what matt looks like he would make 
love. 100%. He would go down on you for like two hours uh-huh. and he would just be like, is that like, is that fine? You're like, I've came 10 times. But also like, She's don't like, ask me enough. that many times if it's enough yeah. or if it's all right. <laughs> or if it's okay. Or if he can keep going. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. no, it, it's safe to say you can keep going, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you can always keep going. So then we have like the craziest montage ever with like the baby full and spring arriving. Like, we had oh a full my God. planet Earth moment and it was amazing. It was like, thank you so much again editing like you are working so hard and we when we just we respect you editing team yeah you slay shout out props. shout out um so one moment to pause speaking of shoes earlier um where is the sh- the soul of the shoe really oh man was that a pun intended <laughs> it was not but wow i am impressed i'm impressed at myself a natural pun but the soul of the shoe really it's the sock and these days who are you even if you're not rocking a statement sock am i right are you honestly i love a statement sock you can be rocking black sweatshirt sweatpants top knot and looking straight fire if you have a fun sock and obviously the godfathers the og of the statement sock is stance stance totally changed the game when it comes to socks they bring it they've got creativity design and quality so quality in fact that they're the official on-court brand of the NBA since 2015. The first brand to have its logo logo on the official uniform of the NBA. That's saying a lot. The first before any corporate giant. They also have the official sock of the MLB. The professionals recognize the style, comfort, and durability of Stance socks, so you can trust that they're going to last. And their designs are amazing. Stance collaborates with a wide array of artists, athletes, cultural icons, and other brands like Rick and Morty, Kid Cudi, Marvel, Star Wars, Rihanna, and I'm obsessed with my Pulp Fiction line stand socks. They're so fun. I get compliments on them constantly, and they have the cutest kid socks, too. Ember looks adorable with her little stance heartbreaker socks pulled up in her tennies on. Adorable. Yes. Buy them by the pair or sign up for a subscription that's based on your preferences and your customized timeline. Imagine a few pairs of fresh, comfortable socks magically showing up on your doorstep right when you need them. Stance has a great offer for our listeners. If you go to stance.com slash chatty, you'll get a free pair of socks with purchase s-t-a-n-c-e dot com slash chatty to get your free pair of socks this is a limited time offer so take advantage today and go to stance.com slash chatty if they're not stance they're just socks so becca should we talk about your lord and savior other than tyler cameron yes supplements vitamins protein powder and of course our favorite way of getting those is through care of the subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized for your specific specific health needs right to your door in a daily precious packet by the way for those of you that are worried about um i always get questions like aren't the packets bad for the environment actually the packets are all compostable all i just found out which is fantastic which Mm -hmm. is better than buying eight bottles of Mm -hmm. vitamins plastic bottles instead you have these little biodegradable packets it's great thank you so care of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet health goals and lifestyle choices and takes only five minutes to find out your personal scientifically backed vitamin and supplement 
supplement and recommendations. You answer easy questions like how much sleep are you getting? Are you looking for more energy? Do you need something to help support healthy hair, skin, nails? It gets really, really personalized. Um, then they send you personalized packages for daily use, which is so convenient. When we were just traveling last week, it was like, dang, these yeah, care packages them. are so nice. I would never have remembered to bring all my vitamins and supplements on a trip if they weren't all packaged together nice and tidy for me. And like we've talked about, you can also get the protein powder now, which is amazing. Totally amazing. For 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter chatty. That's 25% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and entering chatty. All right. So let's get back to business. Back to business. Back to business. We have a Clay and Angela conversation. Yes. Um, Which I think... You know, at first it got off to a rocky start. I'm guessing this was over the course of an hour or so. Oh, the you, arc know, of this you know this was a long conversation. The arc of this conversation was all over the place. But, um, you know, they get into it tit for tat as it goes. You know, he's like, right. you said you would do this. She's like, I wouldn't do that. I love she's that. Like, goes, you said this, you know. <laughs> she's like, you'd always be at the gym. He's like, I wanted you to go with me. She's oh like, you'd go for four hours. Well, that's the thing. When he was first talking about having the same goals and ambitions, I thought we were talking about real goals, not gains. Yeah, and exactly. then they go into a conversation about how often about they're at the, the gym, gym with well, each other. Well, I think I, this was probably referring to maybe when he was still involved with the uh, sure. football league, so he's having to go to the gym Although, on off season obviously, all the time. he's still working out about three hours uh, a day. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, also it was kind of funny to me. He was like, you would call me crying. And she said that was one time. But also I'm like, Clay, sweetie, have you ever been in a long-term relationship? Because I call Grayston crying about every other day. Yeah, seriously. I, I, I'm yeah. an emotional wreck um, all the time. Excuse me. Have you met a woman before? Because that's just this is your new normal sweetie listen i have to have yeah i have to have like my every few day cry and sometimes i'm angry sometimes i'm happy sometimes i'm confused it's all over the (laughs) place of course not all women are like that but the best ones are (laughs) aka us aka me (laughs) (laughs) um but you know what really hit me and it like hit me deep in the gut in their conversation um was when they were when Angela was saying, you know, she was feeling defensive. Obviously, I get it um, that, you know, I have goals for myself, Clay. I've always taken care of myself and she just has her guard at majorly. Mm. And then he says, but your goal is to be a wife and mother. And I discovered I wanted more. Than I, that. that was painful. And that was like it was painful, but it was also like a really I thought powerful moment that was kind of like neither one of these people are wrong. Yeah. She wants to be a wife and a mother and he doesn't know if he's ready and he wants to explore more. Yeah. And they're both people that maybe they would have worked out, but they want two different things. And that's there are different okay. places because there's going to be a point where all Clay really wants is like a family. So I mean, probably maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, I've, I don't know how many situations I've seen with like friends and whatever who have been in positions like that where it's like you really care about somebody but you want two different things and honestly sometimes the wiser thing when you're young is to maybe part ways permanently or for a while because you know you want to be happy long term and if the person doesn't want the same thing as you it's not good to force somebody into your dream yeah when it's not you know mutual so I thought it was you know I thought it was a very legit reason um I was dying though because when she said, "Yeah," and you're like, "Oh my god, Becca nailed it." When she goes, 
yeah, but like two days before we broke up, you asked what our babies were going to look like. I'm like, Becca literally word for word said he probably asked what their babies were going to look like. Yes. Like something so casual, yeah. honestly, and just like a funny conversation. And yeah. they keep bringing this up. I know. Over and over again. And some sort of proof that like he was really about yeah. to propose or some shit exactly, like that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I felt like the way that they ended, she did not seem pleased with him. No, but, but it I definitely thought- seemed like they put a, a cap on it. And then he afterwards was like, beaming during the rose ceremony and it seemed like it was finally done i honestly felt like it was a tender moment like maybe she wasn't like the happiest but i thought they came to a pretty tender ending where like he gave her this smile and it was kind of this just like knowing smile of like someone who's dated this person or they're kind of like right i see you and i was like yeah i see you too okay like yeah no i thought it was good and then and then when we and then when we had the um the rose ceremony we see there didn't seem to be like obviously we saw a few faces from Angela, but again, I think maybe she just has RBS. She just has that face, yeah. Yeah, but um, Clay was happy and he finally seemed relaxed for the first time. So it's like, listen, yes. honesty and communication, it might be hard in the moment, but in the long run, it's going to pay off. Yep. Um, also, we have the Blake and Kaylin moment, and somehow Blake is at the table again, and she's trying <laughs> to eat with Connor. Her and Connor are arm in arm, and Blake's just like sitting there, and he's and Kaylin's like, "What's going on with you?" And Blake says, "I think you're gonna be annoyed by it, but uh, I think Christine and I are gonna give it a shot." Yeah, and she's like, "Okay." And then you see her interview. She's like, "I'm really not surprised. Christina's always had a thing for Blake. Like I'm she like, had to oh, throw like in. You didn't have a thing for him for so long. Oh, no, shut up. I was dead. She had to throw in the Christina comment instead of." like Christina the Blake shade. you know how Blake is it was like she had to make the Christina comment I also love how they're totally setting it up for Dean to come back because she's just like I don't even think about Dean it's all about Connor I can see a future with Connor like yeah Connor and, and I are solid and here's the thing when you watch Kaylin and Connor together it's like this girl is too complicated for like dude I thought that I was about to say the same thing like I will say what I will about their relationship, but Connor and Kaylin should not be together. No, no. Like Connor is, you know, Connor keeps calling Dean a loser, but like, I don't think Connor really has much of a place to talk. Well, I don't. Okay. Well, I don't think that that Dean. Connor's like depth is like maybe this much. This is my thing. I don't feel like, like Connor, I have to, I have to take into consideration production and us not seeing any conversations that they're having but connor just seems kind of like a nice chill guy he seems super simple and kaylin is much too dramatic she wants complication yeah she's gonna get bored to death with connor i mean actually may it be healthy for her maybe yeah maybe actually but she wants i feel like she's gonna want someone like dean who's gonna be connor's a nice guy but like he doesn't have much to say and like it could be editing but we didn't really hear him say anything really on hannah's profound or and 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 remotely on hannah's season and he seems like really boring i I don't know why something about connor kind of gets under my skin I understand that. Yeah. I just, I, yeah. I, Especially I when he was just like, yeah, like Kaylin and I are solid. I was like, you are not smart. Like you really are maybe 12. But also she probably is l- leading him to believe that well, because we I know ha- that Kaylin is like an enchantress. Well, then they're perfect for each other because I was not Connor and her, her and Dean. Cause I was dying about how Christina after Connor says, um, 
like, yeah, I think we're going to stay together. She goes, ha, have you met Dean? And I was cracking That up. was unbelievable. Because it's true. Both of them are like very charming, like enchantress people. They get what they want. So get what they want. Yeah. And are used to that. So they really could be perfect for each other. They really could. Both a little bit deceitful, a little <laughs> snaky, but both really like cool and fun and interesting. So. Yes. Um, so then we have the rose ceremony. Uh, you know, Nicole and Clay are good. And Nicole doesn't make a comment when she goes, no matter who walks down these stairs, no one will ever oh come my between God, us. I know. I was like, okay, dramatic and creepy. Also, yeah, I was just like, is that more of like an ultimatum question for him? Or was yeah. that like you being sweet? <laughs> yes, exactly. She's just kind of like, won't they, Clay? <laughs> Definitely kind of came, came off as like a trap. Like yeah. no one will ever come between us. They better not. <laughs> um, so then Chase and Angela are together, Christian Demi. Um, that Which, was, by the way, Christian and Demi are very, if we're going to talk about like complimentary relationships, their personalities seem so complimentary to like, each other. The fact is they're the best couple on the Island. Definitely in terms of like compatibility yeah. and like all that kind of thing. I think their personalities are super compatible. The, when, when Christian had her first rose to give away, like it was her first was time so ever cute. giving away a rose and Demi was crying. I so was cute. like, all right, this is well, too much for my heart. Christian is probably the most mature person on Paradise, I would say. And well, I granted she's not caught up in drama, but she's clearly eons more mature than most of the people there. Well, she, you see her like constantly in the background now kind of being like, well, I have a thought. Like, we'll give oh. her advice. Kind of being like, let's all just. She seems like logical. one that's super wise beyond her years. Because I think yeah. she's what, 25 or 26? Yeah. Um. So and she just seems to really know what she wants and like, yeah. I don't know. I like her. Hannah and Dylan, by the way, Dylan looked surprised for like a hundred percent surprised when <laughs> Hannah gave him the rose. And I'm just like, are we He's not like, <gasps> all tracking? <Me>? With <laughs> I was like, he was like, Oh God, I was worried it was going to be Blake. <laughs> Still always. A little I don't know where edge. that girl's head is at. That's what I love about her. <laughs> uh, Katie and Chris, Luke, S and Haley, Connor and Kaylin, Sydney and Matt, Tasha, JPJ. And then, Christine and Blake and she said that she mm -hmm. wants it to go beyond a friendship rose mm -hmm. um, and then our sweet Mike left yeah that was and really sad that was a really really hard and then he said why can't someone tell me what I need to do to be a better man I know. and that's why I wanted to yank or jump into the TV and be like Mike you're the best guy just be who Yourself. you are be who you are and like you have so many so much to offer the so world much to give yeah mm -hmm. I agree and he's gonna have I mean you know Demi Lovato. Yeah, you, please, for the love of God, do us all a favor and join the ranks of Tyler Cameron and join the A-list crew. Yes. Please. Yes, we please. all need it. We need men like Tyler and Mike in our A-list yes, society. Yes, I agree. Please. Uh, I was wondering where Haley giving the Rose to Luke S came from. Well, he, they went on that date last episode. Christina went with him. Oh, yeah, huh? I guess it must have just been, wow, my brain. Weird, right? Yeah. I was, I was like, I don't know. It must we have just We been, haven't seen any of that. Yeah, we haven't seen that. Maybe they're chatting. I would not hate that couple at all. Yeah. I just thought, you know, there's some girls like Haley that didn't really have any specific guy to give it to. So I was kind of wondering why none of the girls gave it to Mike. Actually, so, kinda, yeah, I know. Actually, kind of now that I think about it, Luke S. and Haley, like smart, secret Do smart Haley, them? and he's really smart, but she could be like, I know that he's in Washington, like politics, yeah, and she's like his babe wife who acts like, <laughs> oh my God, but actually like knows everything 
about politics. I love Luke S. Like he is Me my too. like sleeper stan. I love him. I love him. I really hope that they actually end up dating. Me too. I'm excited <laughs> about it. Well, speaking of dating, Blake is like, I'm putting Christina first no matter what next morning. And of course, then a model walks through the door yes. because... Uh, evil did you think that he was gonna end up going with brie actually i didn't because they were making such a big deal i know about i know it. and we also didn't see like you see christina getting upset but nothing really else right know? right like, oh, so i kind probably, of figured also yeah. like blake is he really be, that dumb he can't be that dumb no. right no no no. but brie all the women all the couples are sweating let's be yes. honest brie walks in and is just like well okay sports illustrated just walked in well the funny thing is when i went and listened back to um, I was trying to find where I thought that Dean was talking shit on Kalen, but actually he wasn't. But he was saying so much stuff about Brie. Really? Yeah. But I think he likes Kalen a lot more than her. But he just kept saying about how, talking about how hot Brie is. Well, which like she is. I could see her in his van one hundred percent. A surfer well, girl. Yeah, because she kind of looks like one of those like. Um, like travel, nature, influencer yes. type people. Like definitely maybe she doesn't wear makeup, but like is like microbladed to the gods. So like she still is looking like she has makeup yeah. on. Um, but when you saw her surfing, you were like, oh, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You're like a nature model. Girl. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe they're going to end up working out. <laughs> no, I really actually do believe in him and Kaylin. I know, me too. I don't know if they're going to be like forever, but I think that they can give it a good go. Yeah. Um, so Bree ends up taking, like we said, takes Blake aside. It doesn't, he ends up making the good move. Um, I was dying when, when, uh, Tasha literally like is like grabbing Christina's hand and she's like, if Blake goes on this date, you better say boy, bye Christina. I was thinking that exact same thing in my head. I was like, boy, bye. Yeah. No, if he would have said yes, it would have been like, not only are we never happening, like I'm taking my rose that you just, or that I just uh, gave you and I'm eating it. Which, honestly, if we're going to be strategic about Paradise, that would be the dumb move to do anyway because, who knows, a hot guy could walk in the next day and you and Brie don't really have anything established and you could be oh, leaving yeah. Yeah, two you days have to later. Be, you have to be strategic. <laughs> um, but she's in a full panic, and then when he... <laughs> comes back to her it's like you see her kind of settle but she's still like but i still don't trust you yeah um but blake this entire time when then after the brie is taking matt on a date blake is tripping out convincing himself that he should be with christina and not with brie and he's talking about how special their relationships their relationship is and the montage of him being like look this was my pee the color of my pee this morning and he's like showing her like gatorade <laughs> to christina and then it's just like they're laying together he's like, we're talking about important things and he's like and then my dad woke up in his underwear in the car in the middle of the night <laughs> says this guy he just showed the girl that he says he's in love with what the color of his pee looked like in the morning <laughs> which like bro you need to hydrate that's nasty i know i'm just like you are clearly drinking too many margaritas and not enough water on this beach honey please oh my um goodness. okay what, okay what 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 brie what? and matt go on a date and all of a sudden matt has no problem kissing on the first date and not only is he kissing on the first date he is going in tragic right so tragic for sydney to watching that that has to be horrible but also maybe like she warmed him up and now he's like no i don't i already kissed so my mom can't care and now he's just like a kissing whore on the beach she's just like everybody come in i'm here. like i want to go make out with matt like I know. look at him i, I want a little piece of that <laughs> matt mcdonald's 
Okay. But him and Brie really were like going for it. <laughs> and I just don't feel like it would work in the long run. I mean, we know nothing about Brie except know that nothing. she's pretty. I just feel like Brie, again, she just hits me as that like adventure girl and like Matt would be more like, you know, have a pie ready for you when you come home. What does he do? But that could be perfect together. That sounds true. like my dream man. It's true. I just go do whatever the fuck I want and come home and he has a pie ready for me and ready to like sweep me off my feet and make sweet love to me. Okay. <laughs> That's true. That does not sound very, that does not sound bad at all. <laughs> not bad at all. I mean, Greg cooks for me all the time and I love it. Oh, it's the best one. I man love it. I you. love it. And he's the only one that does the dishes. So I love a homemaker hubby. Same. I gotta kind go, of the, I gotta go say thank you to Evan. Kind of the move. I kind of just float around. And he does a lot of he does a lot of the work. And he's the literally cleaning. holding the baby right he's now. Hold, like, he's holding Ruth while Mama works. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I don't. I don't really see anything serious with them together. Yeah, but I definitely feel like he. I'm curious to see if he's going to give his rose to Sydney or um, Bree. I'm thinking Bree. I would imagine too. As soon as Brie walked in, Matt was like hawk-eyed. Like, didn't engage with Sydney. We didn't see him even talk to Sydney at all. He just like threw himself on that date and was just like. And he kept saying like, "I'm on, I'm on the beach with a model." I know. And it's like, oh, Sydney, sad. sad. Um. So then. Sorry, we you're have, still leading me. So I'm like, what's next? Yeah. So <laughs> then we have Chris, who we have the moment where um, Chris tells Katie that if she doesn't bear him two children, he'll take her out back and off her. So romantic. So romantic. <laughs> um, okay. That was actually the conversation that seemed a little weird to me. Like, and I don't even mean anything about the content. Content, obviously, they're just like joking and being silly. But there's something about him that seemed a little distant and kind of like. Maybe he's like getting more and more disengaged. I think so. Uh, I think so. That's just my, that's just, I'm, that's my read. And uh, I've thought that before we see the preview where obviously some shit's going down. I hope that that Katie's going to be okay. I'm sure she will. Katie. She can take care of herself. That's very true. She'll be fine. Um, But can we pause for one second? Yes. Because... I want to talk about fab. Let's talk about about fit. Let's talk talk about fun. Fab fit fun is what we trust. That was so good. Wow, I'm so impressed with our singing. (laughs) It's Fab Fit Fun. The women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep every season. I would say that Fab Fit Fun is the perfect way to treat yourself. You order your box or seasonal subscription, and when you walk up and when you wake up to your order in that triple F box, it's like freaking Christmas. And then you take it into your bedroom or your closet to be alone and slowly unwrap it. Discover all the amazing treasures inside. You put on the hair wrap or eye masks or hand lotions and have your self-care moment right there. FabFitFun is full self-care. If you don't believe me, order one yourself and slide into my DMs if you have a problem, okay? Yeah, and they don't just have beauty stuff. They have, like, you know, a charcuterie board. They've got it all. Like, trendy lunchbox. And honestly, what's more self-care than a charcuterie board? (sighs) Agree, sweetie. <laughs> well, the 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale now, so there is your opportunity, broads. But these boxes sell out fast; they really do. So make sure and get yours today. And remember, some of these items are customizable. So. 
today. Use our coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Um, okay, well, speaking of Dean and Kaylin earlier, uh, we had those moments where all of a sudden... Connor and Kaylin are on the beach and she's saying, you know, that she's so over everything. Like, I'm so over vans, so over mustaches, so over blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, Dean comes um, walking up. He did not look bad in an all black outfit. I was going to say, though, you got black jeans and a black button down on the beach. I liked it. He looked hot, but he had to be wanting to pass out yes definitely um but but you can't go sweep a girl off her feet in trunks that's very true very true now kaylin's face when he walked up was priceless to me because she did not look horrified she had that like oh my god but like little smirk and almost yeah like she almost knew it was coming Interesting. I, I did actually think about that. I don't think it was planned. But I don't think so. I don't think so, but I did he, sort of wonder. Because when he left, and remember how much she was sobbing for like 24 hours after, well, no, like seven, like seven until, <laughs> until Connor, but it was a, there was some heavy crying yeah, going yeah, no, on. Yeah, no, I don't think it was orchestrated, really. I wonder if it was on Dean's end. Definitely could have been on Dean's end, but, but also that would have just made him like... Look like an asshole. Worse instead of if he just would have like no, stayed with. No, I Kaylin. actually like bought what he was saying. It me, seemed real. Me too. But also like, why did he rent a car to drive to the Grand Canyon? Well, maybe when he landed, his his van wasn't waiting for him. It, you know what it oh. probably was? It was probably in storage waiting because he didn't know how long he was going to be in paradise. Okay. You have to prepare for these things. Okay. Especially if he's in Los Angeles, those things are going to get par- parking ticket and towed like nobody's business. True, true. So he probably was like, you know, where did he land? In Florida or something, he said. And then he like... Florida? <laughs> Grand Canyon? No, he... Li- San Diego? No, he said... Oh, San Diego. <laughs> He landed in San Diego, <laughs> and then he drove to the Grand Canyon, which how how much better can you get to have, like, a self-reflection moment than staring into the Grand Canyon, and all yes. you see is Kaylin's flowing hair. Yes, yes, you know? yes. Um, but when he was talking to her, he said that he made the decision that he thought was best for her, and that wasn't fair. I'm like, okay, well, at least we're acknowledging that. You did make the decision for her, and that wasn't fair. And then... It's um, funny, though, because in that moment when he broke up with her, I didn't really think he was, like, making the decision for her. It was sort of like he was, like, running away, you know? he was making the decision for her, saying, like... You don't deserve to be with me, kind of thing. Yeah, maybe it was just him running away, but he propositioned it in a way of, like, we just keep getting closer and closer, and if we keep getting closer, like, your heart's going to be broken, and you need better than me, and blah, blah, blah. And that's, like, that's making a call for somebody. Although he said, basically, that he was going to break up with her at the end of Paradise, which was, like, you know, when he first broke up with her. (laughs) So, like, okay, well, I guess fair (laughs) warning. I appreciate that. Please save me from that too. Right. Um, um, but I, I, God, I wish I had my. Um, well, he he then says to her, um, they're like having their conversation, and he's saying that he couldn't stop thinking about her, and that he was going to wait until she got back from paradise. Yeah. But he was so nervous because of seeing how fast everything moved with them, and then the the moment when she says. 
yeah, Connor's here now and like we connected and it's been easy. And Dean looks at her with that smile and goes, who the fuck wants easy? And I like passed out and I'm like, damn it, Dean. Blew Why do you gotta be so out. hot? <laughs> Why do you have to be so stupid? But I'm also like manipulative. That's what <laughs> I'm saying though. Because like it got me and yeah. I was just like, screw you because he's got that charming smile and he has those lines and he's yeah, so cute. And that's cute. such a shitty thing to say. Like, yeah, I'm going to keep you crying all the time, but that'll be more interesting than someone yeah. that's easy. It's like, oh God. Who in the world wants something that comes naturally and is organic? <laughs> Who in the world wants a comfortable, healthy, Who doesn't mutually want to be sobbing into their pillow every single night, wondering if this relationship is actually for real? That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, no, but I do agree that it seems like they have, they really do have something. And uh, God, there was something I wanted to say about his speech, but I don't remember what it was. But it was something positive. Um, I don't I, know. I, it just, I think that he he did to a certain degree own up to certain things saying like <gasps> that he's afraid. I yeah. know what I was going to say. I was going to say that you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about how he is going in the direction of his dad, because he even yeah. kind of admitted it where he was like, I've, I've found that I run away from connecting with people mm -hmm. just like in general, you know, yeah. he wasn't even just talking about with her. He was like, I run away from connections with people because right. that feels safer for me. And the thing is, if it is this like, generational thing that he's seeing, like you can't blame him for that being the tendency no. and good on him for figuring that out about himself. Yeah. Um, the the only thing that I was kind of like eh, about is he was like, you know, I do want a lifelong partner and it's taken me long, this long to reach it. And I'm like, bro, you've been saying this for the past, like, what, four years now, yeah. three years that yeah. like, that's what you want, a partner. And like, you're saying it now as if it's like, you, you've been saying this. Well, he said that if, if I can, like, he's been waiting to be perfect for someone. And if he continues to wait to be perfect to get into a relationship. Oh, I thought he said he was waiting for someone perfect. No, 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 no. Okay. He said he was waiting for it to be like him. I believe he said he was waiting for okay. himself to like finally be perfect and to or to be in a perfect situation ready f for a relationship to get into a relationship and then he's like but I guess I'll be alone forever yeah. and the thing is I mean that is a very a very wise thing to say there's certain people who do run from relationships or even maybe run from the idea of having kids because it's like it has to be at the right time the, yeah perfect situation it's like we're not you're never gonna find that it's well, never gonna be completely orchestrated exactly yeah and i think a want. lot of men and women get trapped in the cycle of like what if i'm missing out on something better on the other side mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. really hard for people and i've dealt with it that same thing as well is like what if there's something better around the corner yeah what if i get like antsy and don't want to be in this what mm -hmm. if i uh, so it's better just to like not yeah do it all together yeah no i agree and it, when he was saying those things i'm like sounds like you've been listening to your friend nick's podcast <laughs> <laughs> i feel like he was literally quoting things that i've heard nick say i'm like i bet they went on got on the phone and nick gave him a little talk well, wasn't too. dean on his podcast recently has he been i on feel it like i saw that maybe not but maybe i not. felt like i saw it it sounded to me like literally things that I've heard Nick say. Well, they're good friends. Yeah. Yeah. I could so. just imagine him being at the Grand Canyon and hopping on the phone with Nick and Nick being like, Man. you know. Well, I really do believe, though, that he like couldn't get her off his mind and all like all that kind of stuff. It mm -hmm. did seem pretty, pretty real to me. So, well, my, I'm yeah. And that's when we had the moment where, where <laughs> what you said with, with Christina, where Connor's like, I'm not super stressed about what's going on. Have she you, met, have you Dean? met Dean? No. I was like, ah! And she laughs and, and she goes, oh, it was, okay. It was so 
cool. Like Connor started just went from totally chill to starting to spiral so quickly. Just complete spiraling. And then it was interesting to me that we have the moment where all the girls are sitting together. Um, Demi comes in with the insight again. She's basically the therapist of this season yeah. where she's like, I think that Kaylin's projecting her feelings about Dean onto Connor the entire time. Mm. Like, And it's so true. You saw her feel so pat. It seemed so passionately about uh, Dean and then Connor came in and it's almost like she was just trying to like replicate how she felt um, even though she didn't even like really know Connor at all yeah, and yeah, her yeah. and Dean have had a history before this Yeah. Um, and then we see all the girls sitting around saying that it's obvious to them that she connects with Dean more in front of Connor and Connor's just looking around like Guys, was it in front of him guys, or was that editing? I was I maybe editing, but tell. that was it was cracking me up because they're just yeah. like, oh yeah, definitely she belongs with Dean, and he's just <laughs> I like, I don't uh, think that he was there. That would have been so brutal. Just I wish like, he was though. It was hilarious because he it just made the way they were cutting back and forth made him look like he was just like, uh, uh, uh. well, then the, when when Connor's doing the whole like, yeah, he's such a loser, he's such a loser, and it's like, okay, again, I know that we're we're all just react we. <laughs> They're all just reality TV stars. I'm going to include myself. Yeah. In this. <laughs> We're all just reality We're all just, TV you stars. Know. You know how it you is, know. Becca. You've seen me on America's <laughs> Next Top Model. I get it. No, but they're all just reality TV stars, right? But at the same time, Dean has done this many times. He's famous in this world, and Connor's like talking some serious smack on him. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Connor, sit down for a second. Dean's a little bit on like this, like, you know, the Batch Nation, like upper echelon. Like, let's just, you know. Yeah. Don't say too much. Yeah. Don't say too much. You're going to have the Batch Illuminati after you soon. Clearly, they're still okay with Dean because they've allowed him on the show time and time again. Um, so yeah, then we find out that Dean wants her to leave paradise with him, which I kind of liked that he didn't come back and say, I'm coming back. For some reason I saw that coming. I felt like he was going to be like, do you want to go live in my van with me? I don't know why I sort of like felt like that's what he was going to do. Yeah. Which is probably the better move. That's what I was saying. It's like, it felt more genuine to me for him to be like, not to be like, I'm coming back and let's try this again. But to be like, leave with me. Just what a difficult situation to be in. It's like the situation we all sort of like dream of and also like are scared of at the same time. Your ex being like, I fucked up and you're with someone new and they're like, I want you back. It's like, oh my gosh. And also for Kaylin, she's going to, if she leaves with Dean, she's missing out being on camera for the next two episodes. (laughs) I'm serious. But she's got a way, like, you know, the followers, if she's went in an established relationship. True, true, The kind of true. photos are going to get at places like the Grand Canyon. I think it's a really solid investment for her and her, it and is her true. career. She does, he, you know, he has a much larger following than Connor, I believe. But I don't know. I think maybe she should get with that Mark Donor guy that she was making out with the same weekend as uh, Oh, yeah. As Blake. You, he's got three million. Three Instagram million. Followers. Now, yeah, that's the call. That that's is the it. call. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So next week we're There's left. Such shit, doctors. <laughs> I love it, but it's true. I if know. we're gonna do that, you're gonna go with someone for fame. You go with the guy with who's they got the YouTube channel who's yeah. established. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a now, whole different see, now group. she's getting her wires all crossed because she's like, wait, I for the first time ever being on the show, I actually have feelings for someone. Well, I think she like we've talked about in episodes before when they first sat down and had their date. I was like, 
I think this is the real deal. Like she's just, they were so giggly and she was so play. It just was a different side of her. I felt like than we've seen it all, which is also like, it's also kind of funny. Cause like with Colton and with Blake, we almost saw her being incredibly more dramatic than her Blake breakup with Dean, which is kind of telling because with Colton, you know, she went on for months, even though obviously they had been hanging out and were chill. Like, my my heart is broken. I can never go Colton's on. Like, like huh? yeah. And then with, you know, even with Blake, it was just like, he is a bad, bad man. Yeah. And then with Dean, it was kind of like, forget him. I'm with Connor now. It was almost like she couldn't mm-hmm. handle, no, like, so giving true. him the, uh, the satisfaction of, like, really being that into him. Because she really was. Also, when we see her with Colton, her with Connor, her date with Mike, even Blake... We see a Kaylin who's very like pageanty, Pageant. smiley, and is like saying the right things and whatever. And, and it's like, Dean, Haha, you're so funny. And with like, Dean, she's kind of like giving him shit, mm-hmm. and she kind of like isn't smiling a lot, and she's got that kind of like spice in her eyes. It's like, oh no, there's there's like a real connection. You're into him, and like what Katie said at the Women Tell All that she'd been trying to slide into Dean's DMs. Like this is the guy she was. <gasps> wanting the entire time like you wonder how many years has kaylin been watching wanting lusting over him deany babies that's so funny so i'm assuming she's gonna go with him obviously yeah it seems really obvious yeah i mean i still called it from like i feel i feel like i i I didn't call it but i felt that way since i saw his tweets about about blake yes when he was was defending okay they're obviously together yes so Yes, how I saw and it. I'm extremely excited for not next week but the following week the reunion because apparently I've heard I don't know specifically what happens but I've heard that some serious drama and shit go down between Blake and Dean so oh I'm so excited <laughs> oh my god how really quickly how do you feel about that do you think that Dean has like a right to go after Blake um I'm gonna Wait to see what the okay. issue is because okay. I, I I I'm sure he's going to go after him about the text. Well, I like we've talked about when the whole Blake thing initially came up. Um, Dean said on a podcast that he had been in contact with Blake, mm. and like the day of, they were talk like numerous people were telling Blake, "Do not release the text." And he's like, "I had," been, and he says that like I had been there for Blake. I've been trying to talk him off the cliff. So I would understand there is a frustration there again, since even with like his, if he's still with Kaylin, and let's just say he's like Dean's fully in love with Kaylin. Yeah, he wasn't being like a dick to Blake, even yeah. though Blake and Kaylin had their drama. Yeah. He was. I think there's like that level of like, dude, I'm still being there for you. I'm being a friend with you regardless. Yeah, and then you're going to go do this. I just thought. I tweet was like really like i didn't feel like he had a place to talk when he was like this is a man trying to salvage his ego yeah. and do blah, blah, but blah. but if he is currently in a relationship with kaylin you know how you get when you no, want to totally. protect the person that like Absolutely. you're in love with no, I, I i'm not surprised that he would say something yeah. like if that. someone I was like, like came after evan even if it was for like a good reason i'd be like i would just tear tear someone apart because i'd be like that's my husband i'm dare you of course it's like watching all the real housewives stuff like on the real housewives i feel like one one woman is always going after one of their husbands and then the wife flips a lid even though the husbands are usually trash (laughs) right even i don't even (laughs) care if the guy's trash the wife then flips a lid and then everyone's like i can't believe you freaked out because you know gina went after your husband it's like well yeah i mean you get defensive of the person that you love remember dorinda's guy Remember that creep? What was his name? Oh Are they God. still together? Um, is it John? 
John. The, the, John. The, he's got his his uh, laundry mat or whatever. No, what is he? He's a dry cleaner. He's the best dry cleaner in New York. <laughs> I immediately thought of him because like everyone was always going after John. Right, everyone can't and stand him. Was and Dorinda would defend. And she'd always be angry. I'd be like, yeah, I get that. I would be def- like, you defend your person. Yeah, but also I'd be like, I don't get it because I would never be like a loser with. Like, I would never be with a loser like John Dorinda. But he does her dry cleaning. I'm like, true. Like we said, a housewife man. Yes, a house hubby. A house hubby. And somehow now we're talking about Real Housewives. Okay. Well, you know. Anywho, we are so excited. It looks like next week Our we're going to find out. Our last week of paradise. Who stays together, who breaks up, who's engaged. Can't wait. Oh my goodness. So excited. All right. Chat soon, broads. Chat soon. <laughs> <laughs>